The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show with host Rick Zamprin. Yes, good morning once again. Another beautiful weekend here in the city of Hamilton. We have lots to talk about real estate related on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rob Golfy is a sales representative with Remax's Gartman Realty, the Golfy team. Find them on the World Wide Web, robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call the first real estate team in Hamilton's history to sell 1,000 homes in a year. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. They're all over social media, be it TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you have a topic idea or an email question for the Golfie team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Again, that is questions at robgolfie.com. We're going to tackle a bunch of topics today, including we just had a provincial election in Ontario, and PC leader Doug Ford is now the premier-elect once again. What is he promising for the housing market? We'll also talk about Toronto being at the bottom of a list when it comes to real estate, and Canada has quietly changed its first-time home program to limit losses. We also have some stats to get to as well. Before we get to that, Rob, how's your week been? Oh, it's uh, exciting and uh, and crazy. Um, it's uh, just like we got uh, uh, Madeline uh, Towns here from uh, Rebel Real Estate. Uh, she's uh, joined uh, a new up-and-coming company in uh, in Hamilton, uh, and uh, we were just exchanging stories. And wh- one thing I wanted to say is that um, we, we just sold a property that for $680,000. Now we got this person 725,000, probably just under two months ago. And I was sitting down with, with, with this lady. And I said, I, I said, you know what the, pro- the, the hard thing about selling real estate is, is that, um, sometimes people say, uh, we were trying to tell her to take this deal at 725 because it's a good deal because we knew the market was changing. Hmm. And, but then you don't want to be, you want to be pushy, but not too pushy. So I was mentioning to her and saying that, you know what? Sometimes people get upset that you don't push them enough. And then sometimes people say you, you push too much. So it, it like Madeline, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like if you push them too hard, they, they, they get upset. And if you don't push them hard mm-hmm. enough, they get, they get upset afterwards. They go, why didn't you push me harder for this? And so anyway, there was a $45,000 difference uh, that they took. Uh, like, so I, we did try to push them to take the 725. They didn't take it. And just, uh, this week they, uh, they, ex- they accepted an offer for 680. Now they were thinking of not even taking that. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, so it, that's what we're going through in this market. It's the difficult part of is just dealing. Uh, it's emotional people, especially people that did receive offers in the past month or so, they did get higher offers, but they're never going to see that again. Like Madeline, uh, I, I'm not sure if you experienced it, but we know, we know what's going on in the industry and, you know, so. Absolutely. I've got tons of low ball offers on, on my listings right now. Um, 
And I think that when active agents are in the market, we have a lot of foresight. So we try to guide our clients in that way. Uh, but it, like you said, it's a very emotional process. Oh yeah. And it's, you know, it, it, and we're, we're in that transition market, which I think the dust is going to settle this month sometime. That's I, I think. I agree. With yeah. You. I think the dust is going to settle. Um, and, uh, it just, it, it, it's just, uh, it's been, it's been, it's been a tough roller coaster ride for especially people that maybe have bought in Feb- February and they're waiting to get their house on the market. Yeah. And then now they're putting it up for sale and there could be a, a huge swing of maybe a two, three, four hundred thousand dollar difference. Maybe they were expecting a $200,000 difference in a swing of, from buying, uh, from selling and buying. Now it's doubled possibly. So it, it's hurt a lot of people and, and people, maybe some people may not be able to get financing. So now they got to have to go get money from family and friends. Yeah. But we got some stats here uh, that, um, that shows um, what's been happening. And we, well, obviously we know that everything is up from last year uh, of May. Like, you know what I mean? Um, we'll probably, it, it's going to take about a, eight, eight months to a year to go to c- count year over year where it's just 4%, 5% increase. But, but month over month is, is the key thing, um, is what we're seeing. Um, we're finding in, in, in Hamilton, there has been a, uh, from, from April to May, there was a 3% decrease. Now it's been declining every month for the last three months. So, um, and, uh, so it's a, a 3% decrease, which is not too much. Uh, but we've already had, uh, a quite a bit of a decrease of the market, even though we had a big spike at the beginning of the year. Um, Burlington, um, they didn't show too much of a decrease month over month. It was only 1%, uh, from, uh, from, uh, from April to May, uh, Brantford, um, they had a 5% decrease, which was, uh, pretty big. I thought that was pretty big because, Brantford's an affordable, an affordable town, uh, in, um, in that area. So, so the average price dropped 5% from the month prior to May. Now St. Catharines down 5%. That that's a, a surprise. Uh, St. Catharines is down 5% and uh, Niagara Falls only 2% down from, uh, from, uh, from April to May. So not too bad. So the average price in Niagara Falls right now, in for May was seven hundred seventy-five thousand seven hundred. Um, Welland four percent decrease. Oakville, look at this fourteen percent decrease in average sale price just in one month. That shows Big. you the high-end markets. Exactly. They 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 they're going to be adjusted and they're going to be aggressively uh, uh, adjusted. Uh, so there may be more with that high-end market. So if you look at if you look at in Oakville, the average sale price is 1.7 million. Now, in in May, the average sale price was 1 million uh, 456 thousand. Huge drop, huge drop. Huge. So, uh, in Toronto, they only had a one percent decrease month over month. So, Rick, I mean, I think this is kind of a repeat of 2019, in my opinion. Uh, I I don't think that we're going to see too much of a drop too much anymore. It's going to settle and it's going to flatline a bit. And then in the fall, we're going to see, um, the market picking back up. Now, mind you, we do, we didn't have interest rates as, um, I can't even remember what the interest rates were in 2019. They're probably four, 4%. I think yeah, then. they yeah. were higher than they are now. Yeah. So, but interest rates, uh, they're going to hover 
uh, around uh, four or five percent, probably five, five and a half percent. Um, and that's the normal interest rate. That's normal life. That's, you know what I mean? What we, what we had before wasn't normal. And anybody that locked in for five years on that, you know, fantastic, fantastic. But, uh, but yeah, like it's, I don't know, Rick, what's, uh, what's the word on the street? You're the, uh, you're the, we're not, we're realtors. We only, we, you know, <laughs> you're, we well, want to know not, what the word on the street is. You're not normal. neighbors saying? You're not normal people? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> what, what about, uh, what about. We're, we're, you're a civilian. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> what about days on market? We're seeing, we're seeing some higher numbers in that regard too. Yes. Days on market has increased. Um, and inventory has increased. I know my inventory has increased quite a bit. Um, we're, you know, and. We're getting, we're listing houses. I'll tell you at we feel is the right price, like mm-hmm. with the adjustments of the downturn and, and the downshift and we're not even getting any showings like, yeah. like, okay. and that's the scary part. So it's hard to tell, but, but right now, um, I know we have a lot of houses priced, right? I, all I'm telling my client is just hang in there. The market's paused right now. We'll, we have to see if, Things are going to change. If houses start selling, other houses start selling, and yours isn't, then we d- definitely have to do a price adjustment. Yeah. But right now, um, I think that this it, it, the dust hasn't settled as much. People are sitting on the sidelines. Buyers are sitting on the sidelines, waiting to see what the interest rates are, waiting to see where it's going to, what the economy is going to go. There's a lot of there's a lot of things happening, and and I think just people just got beat up so bad in the first quarter of this year, and they're just kind of just. Same, seeing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. We'll take a break. Yeah. I ask about uh, days on market because in my neighborhood, there were two homes up for sale over the last month or so. One which was on my street. Another one was on the street over. The one on the street over, pretty pretty identical homes. You know, not too much difference. Uh, the inside, you know, dated. The outside, you know, not amazing landscaping, but well-kept homes. Uh, both single detached bungalows. Um, one was, and they were both pretty close in price. I'd say about... Uh, uh, you know, fifty, seventy-five thousand in price. The one on the street over, it it sold within a matter of days. I'll, I'll say, you know, five, six, maybe seven days. The one on my street, the for sale sign came down because there were no takers. That really shows you the uh, the difference in the market from now compared to just a couple months ago. Oh yeah. So right now, what's happening is a lot of sellers are not listening to their realtor but they're listening to other realtors. So they'll cancel or, or the listing expires. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then, and then the, the next realtor that comes in, that realtor say, well, you should be at this price. Meanwhile, the previous realtor was telling them that the whole time. <laughs> and so I don't know why they're, they're just not, you know, sellers got to listen, just say, listen, this is what we have to do. And they just, for some reason, don't believe the person that they hired sometimes. And then when they go to the next realtor, and the next realtor say, yeah, you have to come down on price 50000 Okay, let's do it. Yeah. It's the mixed messaging from the media, yeah. I think, the panic. Uh, there's really no panic. No, there is no panic. Uh, it's, uh, it's all good. Just, uh, it's just an adjustment. No recession. Yeah, no fine. crash. Nothing like that. Yeah. Listen to your realtor. When we come back on the show, we're going to talk about the first-time homebuyers program, Doug Ford's election promise when it comes to the housing market, and find out where Toronto ranks in the best and worst places to buy real estate. Stay tuned. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Pleased to be joined once again by Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team, and our special guest today, Madeline Towns from Revel Realty. You can find Rob online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I dot com. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700, and follow the Golfy team on. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email. Questions at robgolfie.com is the email address. Very quietly, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation has tweaked its first-time home buyer initiative, um, which is rather interesting because usually they say, hey, look at this new program or look at this changed program. It's better for you. What's going on in this uh, in this case? So, Rick, I had to read this thing twice, and I still couldn't It's pretty really confusing, yeah. Co- it, it's confusing. I couldn't really comprehend it. So what it is, here's my understanding, and I don't, I don't know. You probably comprehended it better than I did just because you're a journalist. And, and, and <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, it, my understanding is the uh, government is going to give 8 no, not 8%. Eight, 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 uh, eight, up to 8%. Eight percent, and then the government is going to charge them a interest every year, not compounded. Yeah, right. Not compounded. Um, charge them interest every year. Now, at the end of it, to to lower their mortgage amount. Correct. And what the, what the article was saying is that it, they're really it's costing them a lot of money. The home like the like the, uh, the program, the first time buyer program, right? And um, I, I just, I think you really got to really, really, I think you need an accountant to figure this out. Like, like, like what are they giving? Five, 10% uh, of the money? Five to 10% equity stake in, at, in your home. In your home. And yeah. you're going to pay 8% interest right. a year. That's new. So, so for instance, if you're paying, so let's say, let's say they, they lend you uh, $50,000, right? So uh, 50,000. Uh, t- times eight percent. So you're going to be paying four thousand dollars a year. Yeah. To, for that, and then and once you sell the house, they yeah. get their, their fifty thousand back plus um, a percentage, I believe, of a what? percentage of the of, of the, the property equity gain. Equity gain. So I I don't it's get complicated. it. Complicated. I've had my buyers look into it. They've been rejected for the program. So I I, yeah. I, I would I don't know if I would recommend it. I remember, and we talked about this, Rick, before, Hamilton had a program where they would help the homeowner, the, fir- the, the first-time buyer, because they, they were trying to alleviate and get more rental properties in Hamilton. So they would give these people that were renting in Hamilton 
the down payment to buy a house. They had to qualify yeah. and, and they were doing a hundred uh, of these. Uh, sometimes every second year they were doing them. So now basically they would give you the down payment. And if you stayed in your house for 20 years, you got to keep the down payment. Yeah. But you didn't have to pay no interest. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to pay anything. But if you sold a house less than 20 years, you, you would give the down payment back, no interest. Why don't they do that? That would stimulate. Things. That would. Totally. That, uh, 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 I just don't understand why the government can't see what these small little, uh, like, like Hamilton. I think Niagara's got a, a program like that. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on? Like, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Why don't they just put that into effect? This is complicated. This, is, this here, at the end of it, people are going to go, you know what? I, I shouldn't even got involved with that. Yeah. Like I, I know they're going to end up owning a property, but, but does that say you still have to put money down on this? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they match. Yeah. I believe. So they say they're just trying to keep your mortgage payment less. Correct. Yeah. They're but, trying to improve your affordability as a first time home buyer. So if you don't pay that, let's say that 50,000 loan, that 8%. Yeah. Um, which is 4,000 a year. If you don't pay it, it'll just accumulate and then it'll eat up all your equity. It could eat up yeah. even to the equity that bypasses. What if, like, look at the market that we're in now. It's kind of shifting and, and downshifted yeah. a bit. We're settling. It, you could end up owing more money yeah. uh, than, than making money on this thing. Because the key thing about home ownership is that you build equity. That's right. the key thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just personally got done repaying my first-time homebuyer's credit, I think it was called, where you receive money for a down payment, and then over the next, I think it's 15 years, you pay, well, eventually you pay it all back. So every year you would pay a portion of what you uh, were first given, and just last year... We we finally you know paid the last installment you know you do it through your taxes with the with the uh, the first time homebuyers program or whatever or credit whatever it was called I, I you know it worked well for us I thought it was good but uh, apparently the government lost a lot of money through that initiative which is too bad well, was there interest on that uh, Rick uh, you know what I don't recall I think there was um, to be honest I don't remember what the percentage was I, it wasn't eight percent I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they put a high percentage on there and I, and it's, I don't know, like, I mean, you can get a mortgage now at four and a half percent and you know what I mean? Like, so why, why, yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, the cost is too much. It's, you might as well, it's like going to a, a private lender, like a B lender and uh, getting a mortgage there. Like, so, so the government, you know, I'm not sure if the, this is the Ontario government. I, I suppose this is there was just, oh, this is federal. Yeah, federal yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is Canada yeah. mortgage and housing. Let me ask you this is uh, given that, you know, interest rates are going up, we're paying more for gas, we're paying more for food, uh, you know, inflation at an all time high, things are not looking up. Is the bank of mom and dad still open at this point? The bank, if, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. If it wasn't for the bank of mom and dad out there, a lot of people would be, there'd be a lot of people out there without houses right now. And you know what? And, and thank God for the bank of mom and dad out there because there was no other choice, but, but that like, and I feel bad for the ones that didn't have the bank of mom and dad out there. And, and I, you know, that would love to have home ownership, but I'll tell you, if there's no other way that a first time buyer can do it without the help of a uh, family. There's yeah. no way mm-hmm. we're in one of the most expensive real estate markets. We need it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like the old days where, you know what? Banks were 
pretty good and and you know you saved you know five or ten percent and it would and it was easy to save that five or ten percent but the house was affordable like like it was matched like it's but now it's just it's so unbalanced from what you make and for, and for what the housing prices are it's just it's the balance is not there I, I am envisioning a, a bunch of people, maybe not right now, but maybe in the years down the road, tapping into their home equity to create a uh, a home buying fund for their kids because we're going to have a massive amount of equity. If our homes are valued at about a million dollars and we pay down our mortgage and all of a sudden we have, I don't know, half a mil or whatever the case is in home equity, there's your down payment for uh, you know little Johnny or little Susie to, to get in their home. I know you need, you need all these little uh, accounts. Now you need one for education. You need one for the house <laughs> yeah. and, and then you need, you need one for, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> this is my, this is little Johnny's gas account. <laughs> so he can afford to go. So he can afford to go where he wants to go when he's uh, 16, 17 years old. But, uh, but yeah, like it, it's, it's, I don't know how long it's going to keep going like that, but, I know wages are starting to go up right now. The uh, the uh, wages are starting to climb. People are getting raises. People are asking for raises, and things are changing that way. But um, but yeah, it uh, it's it's going to be it's a it's a it's a tough go out there, and uh, there's got to be different ways. And I think what Hamilton and Niagara did to help uh, first time buyers. That's what the Ontario or the federal government's got to do. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they'll get their money back. I mean, they're burning money anyway. Like what? Like at least they got their full equity back that they put in. You know, they're not losing it. I, but now they want to make money uh, and make a profit on top of that when they're lending money out to uh, first-time buyers. But it, it, they'll, they'll figure it out, but it'll be too late. You can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfie Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Rob Golfie is a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty. The Golfie team, give them a call at 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com. And you can follow the Golfie team on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. We're also joined by Madeline Towns from Revel Realty. On to our next topic we go, and that is the provincial election campaign has come and gone. The Doug Ford progressive conservatives winning, not only winning re-election, but winning more seats at Queen's Park. So they have a bigger and, let's hope, better government coming forward. One of the promises that they've made in regards to housing is building one and a half million homes over the next 10 years, as well as cracking down and punishing land and house permit speculators. Let's start with the new homes initiative. All of the parties plan to build 1.5 million new homes over the next 10 years or 150,000 homes a year. Is that doable? How soon can we see that? Um, I I think it can be doable, but, the the uh, the municipality levels are making it difficult. They are they are giving uh, just making it tough. They're they're making it tough uh, for people to uh, um, get approvals, and, and it's taking longer. But the builders, but now like there, there's two things that's happened. One, it's hard at the municipality levels to get permits fast enough, and then two, we got such a labor shortage now that. that we're, we're behind the eight ball now. Now we need to find, uh, people that want to work construction. 
And, you know, immigration comes in. Yeah, that's where exactly. And uh, a lot of people, you know, that are born in this country don't really want to do construction. And, you know what I mean? So, so we have to get people to come in and do that. So, and it's, and it's getting tougher and tougher for uh, these developers and builders to, uh, to get people, they can go in and sell a subdivision that has probably 500 homes in, in one opening Saturday, they're opening up, some of these uh, builders have to stop selling because they can't accommodate the amount of uh, buyers out there. And they say, sorry, we have to stop. We can't sell anymore because we don't have the manpower to build what, what the demand is out there. So I I think they do want to do that. Like Doug Ford does want to build 1.5 million homes, but I think we, we, we have to change that now. We have to bring immigrants that want to work. If you bring immigrants in, you need to build more houses because they need a pl- place to live. So exactly. it's, just a, it's just a continuous, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's the Ontario way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. You're robbing so. Peter to pay Paul, basically. Yeah. Uh, cracking the down. The treadmill that never ends. Yeah, cracking down and punishing uh, land and housing permit speculators. What do you see here? Is this going to work? I don't know. Like, like, you know, they're, they want to, they want to find people that are, what do you mean? Land uh, speculators. So those that buy land, land? yeah, they buy land, but they don't develop it as quickly as they would hope. Well, you you know what? It's hard because you got so many builders out there. Now they are always making sure they have enough land that next year they can build here and a year after. So some, some of these guys are buying land. And believe me, these builders are building. Believe me, they don't, they want to build, but they can't build because they got other ones that they're building on. They don't have the manpower to keep up to the demand. And, and every builder is like that. So I don't know if that's a good way to do it. Then now if a builder doesn't buy land today and, and, and it's made for him to build in 10 years from now, he, believe me, he'd love to build today if he can buy that land, but can't keep up. he just can't keep up. So he's buying that. So, cause he's already got a project 2023, 2024, 2025. But if, but if he's going to get fined on buying a project for 226 and 27, well, when 226 and 27 comes and he doesn't have land, guess what? Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the people that are making these rules up. They're not seeing it. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I'm just, I'm a, re- a realtor and it's common sense. I guess some of these guys that, uh, that are operating in the, uh, ivory tower of Ottawa aren't seeing it as, uh, as maybe they don't live in, in houses like everybody else does. They have maybe a special little, little a bunker. gated, gated, <laughs> gated community where there's no, there's no, the outside world is out there and they don't experience what the people experience. I don't know. They just, it uh, certainly seems that the rules are just a little arbitrary. Yeah. Call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales. That's the Golfie team, 905-575-7700. Online, robgolfie.com is the website. That's Rob com, And you can follow the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Our special guest today is Madeline Towns from Revel Realty, also a TikTok superstar. Check her out on uh, the social media platform. Um, we've got about a minute here, and I just wanted to ask you about the provincial election campaign. Were you surprised? that we didn't hear a lot about blind bidding and whether or not to get rid of it because it seemed to be a hot topic going in the election, but no one seemed to be talking about it. 
Yeah, you know what? I don't know. Like, which? Like, I know we got a, a, just under a minute. With mm-hmm. your your thought, I think it's a choice that people can do. Yeah, I think it's a choice if you if you want that. Sure. Personally, I think holding all your cards close in negotiations is the way to go. Uh, but if hey, if sellers want to open bids up, sure, why not? I I, I think. Um, open bids are good for, if you have your own offer, it shows that your integrity with the other realtors out there. Um, I think maybe on multiple representation, it is good to have open bidding, but yeah. 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 So when we come back, we're going to talk about where Toronto landed on the list of the worst places to buy real estate in Canada. Hint, nowhere near number one. That's next year on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward bound This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. And our special guest today is Madeline Towns from Revel Realty. You can check out Rob online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Follow the Golfy team on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. You can call Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales and the first ever real estate team in the city to sell a thousand homes in a year that phone number is 905-575-7700 a new list is out this is from money sense magazine it has a new report uh, entitled where to buy real estate in canada 2022 and it uh, showcases the best and the worst spots Ranking last on the list is Vancouver, which should not be that much of a surprise. Second last on the list, Oakville, Milton, and 43rd out of 45 Canadian cities was Toronto. Before we get to the best on the list, your thoughts on those three communities being some of the worst? They're they're too expensive. You're not going there for a deal. No, no, you're going like you want to live there. Yeah, like it's it's way too ex- it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. So you for you to buy a property, and let's say you wanted to buy an investment property, you cannot. It's not going to cover. It's not going to. You're not going to get the return. You have to. You may have to put money into it, and and wait for the appreciation, and and you'll get you'll get a lot of tax write offs from it. But right now, um, too expensive. Uh, Hamilton area, Hamilton surrounding area. I think there's there's some you got. It's getting it's getting tight, but you can still make money and and buy a property and rent it. But it's getting tighter. Niagara, I think it's becoming it's more uh, uh, advantageous for an investor to buy maybe a fourplex, duplex, and and it, it'll cover itself. The investment's good, and that and that's what you're looking for. Now, if you're looking as a single family home to move into yes it's it's going to be expensive you're going to have a huge mortgage and uh you're gonna you're not going to be having pizza on friday nights and uh, yeah so it, it's 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 going to be very expensive and and the higher like 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 oakville look at oakville they did a, a four, 14 percent drop just in one month 
uh, in average sale price. Those are big mortgages. That's yeah, why. Those they're huge. Interest rates directly affected, yeah. right? So, but it's it's yeah. And Toronto was one of the worst cities out there that uh, that came. So yeah, no, I I gotcha. And uh, Vancouver's another one, another big city. Everybody has to have an apartment in the basement to afford yeah. uh, a house in <laughs> Vancouver. So. On the other side of the list, the the top communities, it turns out to be Greater Moncton, North Bay, and Quinty West and Hastings County. Those are the best places to buy property in Canada this year, according to Money Sense's new report, Where to Buy Real Estate in Canada 2022. Greater Moncton, um, home prices are about $300,000. North Bay, three eighty five. dollars Quinty West, Hastings County, five forty seven. dollars and lots of room, lots of room to grow in terms of boosting your equity equity in the years to come. Yeah, well, it's, they're and they're cold cities. I think they're quiet and cold. cold. That's a <laughs> you're wearing you're wearing a, a a jacket. What do you call those uh, bomber jackets? Uh, Twelve months or eleven months out of the year. Yeah, there's no like you know bustling cores. No, um, no, like yeah. we have in our city. Yeah. So Southern Ontario is where everybody wants to be. And that's why it's expensive. Yeah. It also lists the highest home price growth. And among those on the list is Hamilton, Burlington, Fraser Valley's in there as well. And Kitchener, Waterloo. So there, that comes back to the, not only the affordability, but the return on investment. If you are dipping some dollars into this area. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I think Niagara is one uh, area that um, it will have a lot of growth. It's going to boom. It, it's it's holding its value right now, and it did the same thing in 2019. Yeah. So just because it's affordable. Now, Niagara will end up, especially Niagara Falls, I think on the next round of people buying, like if they're buying now, they're, they're going to um, – do really well on their investment in the next five years. But, uh, but yeah, like, the, but Niagara is holding its value really strong. Like it's not coming down like the rest of the cities in, in the uh, golden horseshoe. So is the clock ticking on Niagara? Like, is there an expiration date in terms of affordability or that ROI? No, I, I, I think, I think there is um, to a certain degree. Um, like I can't believe like I remember I was looking at a, a, a wartime house in Niagara Falls uh, as an investment and they were asking $205,000 <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you know, maybe if I can get it for, you know, 95,000, I'm sorry, 195,000, I probably would look at it. And you know what? Now that those houses are going for half a million dollars. Like, like, hmm. you know, like I was, I was groppling over $10,000. Meanwhile, this thing appreciated, you know, more than double in the, in the past, uh, five to six years. So, but again, like, and, but I think the biggest growth happened in, in the last five years in Niagara, but it will have a constant steady growth for the next 20, 30 years. I don't think, I don't think you're going to go wrong there in Hamilton. There are still some deals. You just gotta, you gotta find them and, uh, and just, uh, and move in, but they'll still have a good growth because we're kind of a mini Toronto. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not, you know, Toronto, but we're, we're becoming a, a, a city that people want to move to. We're a big city. Yeah, we are. 
I think a lot of Hamiltonians forget that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When we come back, a difficult decision for many Ontario renters. We'll tackle that when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. You can find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call Hamilton's top real estate team in terms of Remax and volume and unit sales at 905 575 7700. The first real estate team in Hamilton to sell 1,000 homes. In a year, that number again, 905-575-7700. Check them out on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you have a topic idea or a real estate-related question, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Our special guest today, Madeline Towns from Revel Realtor. Revel Realty, that is. Check her out on TikTok as well. Final topic today, that is and a pretty disturbing one. The Advocacy Center for Tenants Ontario, ACTO, has found that the majority of renters, 60% in this province, now having to choose between food and paying rent. Rental rates are going through the roof. Yeah, and uh, what's happening right now, if you see around town, a lot a lot of these buildings they're building, they are apartment buildings. They're not condo buildings. And it's just because that anything built after November of 2018, there is no rent control on those buildings. You can just change the rent. Yeah. Just say, Hey, let's, and, and what's happening is they can have this building, the landlord or the owner can own this building. And let's say the rents are, are creeping down and then, and it's not going with inflation. They can say, Hey, you're paying $2,000 a month. Now they can charge you $2,500 a month in yeah. 60 days or 90 no days, penalty. no penalty, nothing. And, and, but, What's hap- What's going to happen? I think there will be. It'll. It'll come down because everybody's getting on the bandwagon on building these apartments, and eventually there'll be a, a, a an abundance of them, and then the rent control will ease down. Then the landlords will be fighting for that tenant to get that tenant. Yeah. But right now, there's a shortage, and uh, they they got a lot to build to to get to that point. And and the reason why these are being built because they're not they're not under the landlord tenant landlord tenant act uh, for rent control. And because apartment buildings haven't been built in 30, no more, 40, 50 years. Yeah. The last ones were built in the seventies. Yeah. So, so look at that. You got a, a, a 40 years of no buildings being built. And now you're going to try to catch up 40 years of not building anything. So now it, it, that's why, you know, rents are, are, are skyrocketing. So it's going to take, it's going to take five to 10 years before they actually become affordable. Yeah. This report shows that condo rental prices in Toronto jumped 24%. The average unit renting for just shy of $2,600. It's a 15% spike in Burlington, up 12% in Guelph, a 10% jump in Hamilton. And they say that 74% of renters had to cut back on their other spending so that they could make their rent payments. And, uh, you know, wages have not 
kept up with the program. Obviously, people are not making more than they have in the past, but they're seeing their rental costs go sky high. So ACTO is recommending getting rid of rent control exemption for those buildings, Rob, that you mentioned that were built after 2018. Stop allowing vacancy decontrol, uh, which allows landlords to raise rents beyond the rent control caps between tenants. Do you see any of those things happening anytime soon? I, I don't think that'll happen because the government, you know, they needed more housing, more apartments, and that's why they're being built. But if they implement that, you won't see any buildings being built for the next 100 years because if the gov- government uh, reneges on, on this, they will, it's not, it's not going to look good. It's not going to look good. And what it is is, you know, because buildings, there, there's people out there right now in apartment buildings uh, that were built you know, probably 50 to 80 years ago, and they're paying three, $400 a month rent. They haven't moved and they just, they just lucked out. They stayed in the same place. The landlord didn't raise their rent for many, many years. And now that, that building, that building that they're in, the owner of that building, the value is not going to be as high because he's got a lot of low renters in there. So he's hanging on to the building. And as soon as that person moves out, the next person that moves in is going to end up paying the market rent. Yeah. But, but there is a lot of people, I'm telling you, if you're renting right now and you're paying cheap rent, don't, don't move because if you move, you're not going to find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I feel sorry for the ones that are in houses that home, the, the owners are selling and then they have to find another place. I feel bad for those people because they're being pushed out. They're going to feel it. They, they're they're going to feel it. They're, they could be paying maybe $1,500 a month rent. Now they're going to have to go to twenty-two dollars to $2,300 a month rent. And that's a huge jump every month that if you're budgeting yourself. So it, it, it is going to be tough. The only, way they, the only way they're going to control it is build more apartments, get more housing, everything. We have a shortage of everything, and it's going to be expensive for a long time until we catch up. Don't have much time for the Golfie grad signs, but this is a great initiative. You can find out more information at robgolfie.com and every uh, grad sign that is picked up at the office. You guys are donating a tree, which is very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, please give us a call. Look us up on any social media platform and uh, grab a, uh, a, a grad sign. Just to let you know, our, inst- our Instagram right now got hacked. I noticed Yeah, that. we oh, got yeah. hacked. So we're trying to get that back up and running. Uh, we, we should have it back and running. But, but the thing is, dealing with Instagram, you know how it is. You're, you're dealing <laughs> with people. They take forever to, yeah. to get it going. So. Yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, uh, we have other uh, platforms that you can uh, get your sign. So, Check it but, out uh, on the Golfy uh, team. Yeah, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Once the Instagram is unhacked, it'll be there as well. And obviously online too at robgolfie.com. we got to go. Thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.